Andy, so the Patriots are now, uh, or at least the Pats coaches are in Vegas. I've been following the uh, updates from the likes of Alex Barth and Evan Lazar. Oh, it must be nice to send one of your beat guys out there to uh, in Vegas. I know, like like you and I wouldn't love to be doing six rings from Vegas right now. Must be nice. Uh, they've been doing a great job of updating us on every player that Troy Brown and Ross Douglas and Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick have been working out, coaching up, talking to, et cetera. And there's buzz on a bunch of different players, but I just want to present this one thing because I read it the other day and immediately it was like, all right, do everything you can, Pat's fan inside of me, to like drain your brain of everything that happened last season. I forget who exactly it was who gave the quote, but there was a line uh, I think I read it at WEI.com in a piece from Kyrie Thompson about somebody who was in Vegas said in 15 minutes of listening to Bill O'Brien coach up the offense for the West team at the Shrine Bowl, they heard more positive reinforcement and practical coaching and instruction than said source heard in two days at Patriots training camp from Patricia and Judge. We're done lobbing bombs, grenades, and hurling insults the way of Judge and Patricia. But that, if anything, should just point out that the wrong decision was made. We need to forget what happened and just move on to the now where the good coaching and proper instruction is happening. I'm, I even felt a shade of optimism after I heard that. Oh, I don't know how you couldn't. And and I can. T so the Bill O'Brien thing is great. We all knew he was qualified. You know, we get these now rekindled reports. Oh, they didn't hire him a year ago because they were wor worried he would leave and they'd have to hire a third coordinator in three years. Well, here we are. That's water under the bridge. Third coordinator, three years, but it's the right guy. It's a, it, we've used the words stabilize, legitimize, competent, whatever you want to use. He brings that, but I continue to, to say, and we've seen this there in like a, a mock view or a, or a preview view of Bill Belichick, what he's doing. This is going to allow Bill on the Patriots practice field, in my opinion, to do exactly mm -hmm. what he's doing in Vegas. Supervise pick his spots. If he wants to talk to, you know, the gunner on punt team while the offense is on a different field working on something, he can talk to the gunner on the punt team and know that Billy O'Brien has the quarterbacks, has the receivers, has the offense over there. I think the, the sort of, this may be a column I should probably write the, the, um, go for biggest, it, we'll workshop. Mm -hmm. Yep. The, the biggest positive isn't necessarily what Bill O'Brien brings to the, the coaching staff. It's what it's going to allow Bill Belichick to do to less is less is more the Bill O'Brien effect. There we go. Pick his there's, spot. There's your head. Yeah. You're welcome. I can already see it. The clicks are pouring through pick his spot. And like I said it the other night on TV and they, they kind of like, oh, stop. Wow. Ooh. Uh, when you're forced to do something, forced equals failure. Generally, mm -hmm. when you are forced to do it at the time, you're not prepared. You know, you didn't get the right amount of sleep and you didn't know you had to do that thing at 6 a.m. Or the example I use buying an automobile. They always mm -hmm. tell you if you have to buy a car like today, tomorrow, you're not going to be happy with the purchase. You're not going to be happy with the purchase. You're going to get absolutely porked in the price because mm -hmm. you have no negotiating time. You don't have the ability to walk out and then come back a week later and make you didn't get a check the Carfax. Right. You, you can't do any of that. If you're going to buy a car, you do it over the course of weeks, months and get mm -hmm. the right deal from the right deal or the, the right inventory, the whole thing. Yeah. Bill Belichick will be shopping for a car this summer and fall 
with plenty of preparation, plenty of time. And I think that's going to be huge when he says, Steven Gerard, you got the defense. Billy O, you got the offense. I'm presuming here, Joe and Cam, you have the special teams. And I'll be wherever the hell I want to be during practice and games and focusing on what needs to be focused on. And I won't be so invested in trying to pull up out of the terminal nosedive that the team went into offensively last season that I have to moonlight as play caller in the middle of the season. If Patriots fans are listening to this podcast and haven't uh, caught up on that report, there was uh, a couple days ago word got out that Belichick actually had to, quote, moonlight as play caller at a certain point that he was listening in on the headset to the offensive play calls taking over at times, weighing in with influence, advice, and direction as to how to try to score the ball or at least advance it down the football field, which is the last thing that you need somebody who is also in charge of every other aspect of the team as well. No wonder why people were so stressed out. No wonder why nobody got any sleep. No wonder why, as Tommy Curran told us, Matt Patricia is home in his feelings with the phone off the hook, you know, proverbially speaking right now. Like it just that season had to have drained everyone. And I actually find it, I think it's a testament to Belichick's programming, his DNA, that he's such a football guy and football guy only, that he's out there with that renewed sense of urgency, with the piss and vinegar that he's been showing in the highlights and the camp updates from getting ready at the East West Shrine Bowl in Vegas. Like he looks as fresh as lettuce and ready as ever to go, Andy. Maybe even he secretly right now is thinking, oh, man, this is so great. What was I thinking last year? Oh, I think there's there's no doubt about that. And I do think this is who he is still as a coach. He prefers, in my opinion, the minutia, the detail, the oh, the wing or the up back where his hands and his feet are, like that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. while he can let the others do the big picture uh, stuff. I, I firmly believe he still loves that aspect of coaching mm. and the underdog and like getting that guy who's not a star, but to do it in a way that when he does that, the team benefits, you know, like that yep. sort of domino effect. I think he loves, loves that ability. Now, this is just another example because the report you're speaking of about Belichick moonlighting also kind of tied it together with the slow play calls, the delay of games, the timeouts, like maybe there was a, why Matt was Mac doing this all the time? It wasn't because his helmet was too tight. And I want to say it again. Anybody that still blames Mac Jones is a boob. And the latest boob is Julian Edelman, who's ripping him again for like his on-field histrionics. Oh, and come on. Is he really? Hey, Bill. Hey, hey um, Julian, correct me if I'm wrong. You're the one who got into a fight with Joe Judge because he sucked as your position coach. And it was behind the scenes. But he wasn't costing you your season and your career the way this ineptitude was costing Mac Jones a year of his life. And mm -hmm. I would also say the camera's on Mac Jones at all times. He's the quarterback. He's the focal mm -hmm. point legitimately of the offense, but also just the star and the, the center. Like, yeah, you're going to catch him a few times losing his mind when he has this. Like, we now, you know how, like, really good music and headphones, you have the stereo where, like, they'll put a yeah. certain thing in your right ear and then a certain in your left, and it all You can hear the way it was orally designed yes. so as to, like, completely wrap your mind in sound. Yes. And that's cool. That's great. Yeah, that's badass. When it's a one guy calling a play in this year and another guy chiming in saying, no, that play is stupid and calling a different play in this year. I believe that's borderline torture. That is borderline. Like, yeah, you've got, you've got, you've got mono channels that are working, um, in dis you know, not in sync or not harmoniously <laughs> together. So you don't know which way to go or what to do.
I'd rather lay in a freaking MRI machine and without the headphones on than listen to Matt Patricia and Bill Belichick when I know I only have 20 seconds here to get a play. And you idiots are fighting about what the play is going to be. So, oh, I'd rather watch a football game in a luxury box with Brittany and Jackson Mahomes. Uh, me too. And yeah. I'd rather do almost anything than than be what Mac Jones had to go through this year. Oh. And I'm going to say it for the 10 millionth time. I don't really like Mac Jones, but he was put in hell. Football. Look at hell. you. L- listen to where we are just right now in f- about to be February 2023. Uh, three years post Brady. Here we are now. Guys that like you don't like Nick Sirianni. That's fine. But like you're not a Mac Jones fan. You're defending Mac Jones. We're not supposed to be Patrick Mahomes fans. Here we are almost cheerleading for Patrick Mahomes. He's getting too much brushback. People aren't appreciating his greatness. Andy Reid now. We're giving him favorable comparison to the greatest coach of all time because Andy Reid is now triumphing with a great quarterback by his side. And Bill Belichick said, that's okay. I think I can do this myself and let his greatest quarterback and football companion go three years ago. What a strange time to be alive, talking football and living the six rings life. Plus objectivity is a bitch. I'm not a huge fan. I've never, I've never, I've no. never, I've never, succe- I've never succeeded in that open water. To be quite honest, sink or swim, I'll choose the former. Uh, I, I gotta say, it's been nice also to see some of these players that could potentially become Patriots targets because it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing that Patriots coaches are getting a first. I mean, you you see Matt Grow over there leaning against a fence with like his little reporter's pad, making notes, he's typing in his phone. You know he is scouting every single possible defensive end nugget possible late round, third down back, quarterback prospect, receiver, etc. This is great. This is nothing but a positive for the Patriots, who you may say, "Uh, after this past season, don't these guys need a break so they can deprogram, reset, and refresh, and come back thirstier and hungrier than ever? No. The New England Patriot way is to get out there, work your way through the garbage of last season and get to get get to a more successful tomorrow by grinding. That's how Bill Belichick works. That's how this organization runs. And I'm sure Andy can attest to that as well. Now, Andy, you're going to have to do me a huge favor and tell me to stop falling in love with Zay Flowers, because if I read one more tweet, one more story, Zay Flowers looks like the perfect Patriot. Could New England take him in the first round? This guy's going to run a 4-3. He's shaking and baking everyone at the Shrine Bowl. Do, I mean, really? Is it? Are we crushing that hard this soon? Okay, so we all know things change dramatically over the course of this process. Like yeah. where guys are. Oh, this guy, you know, Mac Jones rises up. He's going to be three. Then he's going to drop to 15, whatever. The whole process pre-draft. The draft Zay- is in three months, people. Three. Oh, yeah. And Zay Jones off. was considered a second-round pick Zay not Flowers. too long ago. I mean, Zay Flowers um, was considered a second-round pick not too long ago. Then it was like, oh, you know, this guy's probably a late first-round pick. I find it hard to believe we're going to talk ourselves into the 14th pick in the draft for Zay Flowers. Mm. So that doesn't mean you can't draft him. We know Bill Belichick nope. is not opposed to trading down if he needs mm-hmm. to to get – the right guy. I am very much open to the idea of drafting a receiver. If you feel like the receiver is a, is a game changer is, is an offense changer is a trajectory changer for your quarterback. Mm -hmm. I don't know if flowers is that Um, he's a good player, really good player kind of got lost in this dismal season for Boston college football. Mm -hmm. So 
it's interesting that they're getting the first look at these guys and the up-close look. I love that. They'll get a great look at the Senior Bowl. They have uh, DeMarcus Covington as their defensive is the defensive coordinator down there, their defensive line coach. So oh, he's going to get great. some hands-on opportunities yeah. with his D-linemen, the opposing offensive linemen. There'll be a lot of up-close scouting there. The This pick at 14 is a huge pick. We know that. Patriots have good cap space, good draft pick. They're not the Bears. Because, you know, the Bears have the number one overall pick in the draft and the most salary cap space. Kyrie Thompson, you can go listen to that on First and Foxborough, mm-hmm. a uh, lifelong Bears fan, I'm sure, is very excited about this offseason. But the Patriots have a good opportunity here. And I know one of the um, early projections in mocks is the Notre Dame tight end, Michael Mayer, which yeah. he is kind of I thought he might go higher than that. And he still might. We're still very early in the mock process. I don't love that idea. I don't really understand the I think he's a good not great tight end I think people will immediately be like oh they got Gronk he's going to change the offense no he's not um for example TJ Hawkinson I think Mm -hmm. is a really good tight end I actually think he was the best tight end to come in the NFL since Gronk I think he was the most Gronk like he's had a nice career for himself he's already first when does he take when was he taken by the like 2019 maybe pick six pick five like early seven somewhere in there Top top 10 pick yes absolutely and and he's a good tight end, but he already got traded from the Lions to the Vikings. He is not. Because they can't wrong. pay him. Yeah, they he's weren't going to pay him. Yep. He's not going to have 1,500 yards or any you know ridiculous, even with great weapons around him in mm-hmm. Jefferson and Cook and everything they have. And I think Mayer, at his best, will probably take two to three years to hit his stride, so to speak. I just I don't like that pick. And, and then it's another investment in the tight end position, which you've already kind of screwed that pooch pretty hard with the uh, signings of John U. Smith and, and Hunter Henry and the lack of return on investment. So I know it's boring, but I feel like tackle is the way to go. I, you, oh. you know, you talk about receiver tight end is a slot. It's part if of both of our off season plans guy. A hundred percent. You want your you, you, Bill O'Brien ding. He's already here. Get a franchise left tackle ding. That would be awesome. Need to get a true number one outside vertical threat receiver ding. Andy Hart's three-part plan. I don't see how anyone couldn't subscribe to it. My off-season plan, super-duper-duper boring. Give me somebody who's a successful offensive line coach to stabilize the most important part of the offense that was overlooked and mishandled last season, not named Mac Jones. Give me a tried-true, professional, experienced offensive coordinator. We already have that. And then get me a solid, get, then just get me a solid outside receiver as well and maybe a tackle. I want the same thing that you do, Andy. I want tried, true. I don't want it. You know what? I don't want, I don't want fusion cooking. I don't want, this is our special of the day. This is a new recipe. Uh-uh. No, I want pot roast. I want chicken parm. I want some, I want the house favorites, the things that you do really well, go back to the basics. And I think that's, I think that's kind of what we're seeing the Patriots do this off season. And it's going to be a huge formula for success and a huge formula for success for you. Pats fans is continuing to listen to the six rings and football things podcast. Tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate every listen, every comment, every click, and so much more.